You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your noon news for Thursday, February 23rd, 2023. Iowa fuel price movements were mixed over the past week, but most fuels trended toward lower prices. According to the Iowa Department of Agriculture and AAA Iowa, the average cost as of Wednesday, February 22nd for a gallon of regular unleaded gasoline dropped $0.07 cents to $3.19. That's $0.13 cents lower than this time last year and $0.21 cents lower than the national average of $3.40 per gallon. Retail diesel in Iowa was down $0.08 cents on the week to $4.06 per gallon. Prices remained $0.34 cents over 2022, but held $0.42 cents below the current national average of $4.48. Wholesale ethanol was unchanged from $2.16 per gallon. As for heating fuels, propane was up $0.01 cent to $1.95 per gallon. Home heating oil dropped $0.12 cents to $3.41 per gallon. And natural gas prices at the Henry Hub reporting site were down $0.19 cents to $2.33 per MMBTU. The CHS Foundation's recent Choose Kindness campaign concluded last week, raising over $50,000 for the Carroll Community School District. The campaign is now in its third year and has grown each year it's been held. It encourages acts of kindness from students and the community with family members and friends pledging money to support those acts. The CHS Foundation acts as an academic booster club for CCSD and Superintendent Dr. Casey Burlaw says it is wonderful to have such a supportive group of people backing the Tigers. Really, when you think about it, it's at the right time of the year where we're all a little tired of the weather and just sometimes grouchiness can set in and just to kind of bring a different attention to that whole uh, idea of kindness. Organizers initially set a $50,000 goal, and as of this morning, the 2023 Choose Kindness campaign exceeded that mark with $51,750 raised to date. Burlaw says those funds are used throughout the year to support academic endeavors that do not fit in the school's budget initially. Teachers can make requests. They work with the administrator first, but then once they're on the same page on that, they can make requests. And and they funded things that teachers can use in their classroom. They've funded field trips. We had the Harvard Music Group here earlier this year. They supported that financially. We really feel like if there's an idea and something that we need help with, we can go to them. They're all about supporting kids and teachers, and, and that's what's so special about it. Burlaw says Choose Kindness does more for the district than just raise money. It sets a positive tone for students, teachers, and the community. In our district last week, you saw the t-shirts and you saw just a lot of things that connected to that campaign. So, And then the generosity of the community to support that from throughout the community and for them to hit their goal of over 50000 is amazing. Burlaw thanks everybody for their support during this year's Choose Kindness campaign and says they are already looking forward to 2024's effort. A Carroll woman was taken into custody earlier this week on outstanding warrants for felony drug charges. According to Carroll County District Court records, 36-year-old Jessica Nicole Baxter was arrested in the 800 block of Plaza Drive for a controlled substance violation, a Class B felony. Authorities say the charge stems from an unrelated December 7th arrest by the Carroll Police Department, during which she was found with four plastic baggies containing various amounts of methamphetamine. The seized narcotics weighed over 8 grams in total and were sent to the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation for testing. Those lab results returned positive for methamphetamine. Baxter was released on her own recognizance earlier this week and is scheduled to appear for a preliminary hearing on March 16th. A Class B felony in Iowa carries a maximum penalty of up to 25 years in prison.
And the Audubon Lions Club is hosting their 32nd annual Farm Toy Show this weekend. That show is on Saturday, February 25th in the Agra Hall at the Audubon County Fairgrounds. The event's open to the public and runs from 9 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. There is an entrance fee with adults paying $3 per person and kids 8 and under, however, getting in for free. A lunch will be available with door prizes for attendees to potentially win. For more info, individuals can contact Laverne Deist or Derek Deist, the organizers, Their contact points can be found included with this story on our website. And we do need to step away here for just a moment. We'll be right back. More news is on the way right after this on KCIM. Every Friday for Lent season, the Carroll Hy-Vee Market Grill will be serving a variety of seafood options sure to tickle your taste buds. They have shrimp, tilapia, cod, and catfish nuggets. Get hush puppies or fries on the side for a warm meal ready in just minutes. Carroll Hy-Vee Market Grill. Stop today. Retirement may seem far off, but the sooner you start a fund, the more dough you'll have when it's time. And while the future of Social Security may be a little iffy, the security of a career with Country Hearth is a recipe for success. Country Hearth is a third-generation, family-owned bakery that's been around for over 100 years. Along with great pay and benefits, there's a lot of opportunity to grow and rise within the company. With openings in production, maintenance, shipping, delivery, and sanitation, you're sure to find a career that fits your skills and schedule. Find out more and apply today at CountryHearthJobs.com. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Carroll County Conservation is hosting a new grant-funded program for individuals interested in learning the ins and outs of ornithology, or the study of birds. According to naturalist Kristen Barrett, the program is broken up into three parts and is called Building Better Birders. The first session is scheduled for next week at Swan Lake on Wednesday, March 1st at 8 a.m., and that will run until 4.45 p.m. Barrett says the workshops are hosted throughout the state, and they pick different counties to host in each year, with Carroll County being selected for 2023. Barrett says individuals do not need to stay all day if one activity piques their interest more than others. The first one that's coming up here, some different activities include like going on different types of bird hikes. We're kind of focusing on water birds since we're going to be out at Swan Lake. And then there's also some different presentations by an avid birder who has been in the field for 40 years. And so there'll be kind of a mixture between hands-on and then also going out and trying to find the birds that we've been talking about in our presentations. And so it'll be kind of a relaxed style. People can come for the whole day or if they see something that kind of piques their interest, um, they can drop in anytime. The other two sessions are scheduled for later this year, one in the summer on Saturday, June 24th at Great Western Park in Manning, and again at Swan Lake in the fall on October 27th. Barrett says no pre-registration is required. If people want to come, they can just show up. If they have any questions, they can definitely give us a call. Um, But otherwise, it is just a program where it's free and whoever shows up that day is going to be there. We've got plenty of space to accommodate as many people that want to come. But there is no registration. There is no uh, fee for it. It's just kind of a show up as you would like for the day. A little bit as a style your own way of birding for the day, which is kind of fun. Building Better Birders is a grant-funded program, and Barrett explains what that grant is paying for. 
Kelly McKay is the one who organizes all of the workshops. And so that funding helps to cover the costs of his travel to do those programs and if he needs uh, lodging as well. And then uh, if there are any other kind of fees associated with that. And so he works to fund this through the REAP CEP program, which is stands for Conservation Education Program. And it is a grant that is available out there to kind of further conservation education. She says the workshop is a fun and different event to bring to Carroll County throughout the year. Individuals wanting more information on the program can follow the link that's included with this story on our website. The Iowa Lottery has announced the ending dates for seven of their current instance scratch win games. Uh, Prizes won in the Marion Bright, Puzzle Payout, Top Dog, Lucky Three, Crystal Sevens, Twice the Fun, and Funny Faces games must be claimed no later than the close of business on May 22nd. Winnings can be redeemed at any Iowa Lottery retailer or at the Lotto's offices in Clive, Cedar Rapids, Mason City, or Storm Lake. The Iowa Lottery regularly replaces games with new ones throughout the year. A complete list of currently active games can be found by visiting IALottery.com. And a bill to set a statewide standard for city and county rules for backyard chicken coops has been tabled in the Iowa House. The bill would have required any local ordinance allowing egg-laying chickens near a residence to permit at least three birds for each person living on the property. Daniel Stalder, a lobbyist for the Iowa League of Cities, says the bill removes the ability of city councils to address a problem in their community. If a citizen goes to their city council, uh, the point of that local government is to be able to handle local concerns. And so when the state legislator sort of steps across that bounds and says city councilors cannot handle this problem for you, uh, is a great concern of us. Stalder says apartment complexes could potentially have hundreds of chickens if the bill as written were to become law. That number of chickens does not make sense in an urban uh, sanitary sewer system. It does not make sense with the current uh, systems we have in place to manage stormwater runoff. All three lawmakers who reviewed the bill Wednesday morning expressed concerns about the legislation and agreed to table it. Jill Altringer is a lobbyist for the Iowa Poultry Association and the Iowa Turkey Federation. She says the poultry industry is not opposed to backyard flocks, but the bill would have restricted local officials' flexibility to protect commercial operations that are under the continued threat from bird flu. We want to make sure that cities and localities are able to best judge what happens in their individual area, particularly if they have egg laying or high concentration of poultry. Elected officials in several Iowa cities have wrestled with decisions about whether to adopt ordinances making it legal for residents to raise chickens within city limits. And that is going to wrap up your look at the midday news for Thursday, February 23rd, 2023. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com or through our Carol Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.